Hi guys, welcome to the High Note Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you've clicked this link wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I am so grateful that you're here with me today. And today is a special day because I have a guest with me in the studio and you guys know I have been planning this for forever and I haven't had a guest in a long time. But before we get into today's podcast, make sure you follow my Instagram page at the High Note Podcast and my Facebook page at the High Note by Wanko and don't forget to send me any feedback that you guys have because it really does go a long way. So I'm going to introduce my guests or he'll introduce himself so that you guys get to know him and what we're going to talk about today and yeah so you could just tell us about yourself your name what you do um what your main aim here is and just everything about you everything about me <laughs> everything about me sounds a lot <laughs> so hi guys uh my name is Avuyo Siosichoni uh I'm a creative I like to call myself a creative cuz I find myself in the creative industry and I do a lot of things okay so one of the things that I do is um I'm a photographer and a videographer at the same time. Um also I'm a psychosocial counselor. I deal with young people uh in mental health and dealing with mental health and also just young people like around what age? So that's adolescents, young adults um between the ages of 12 and 20 30 into their 30. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. yeah, basically that's that. Yeah. Um Also I'm a dancer as well. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> do look like a dancer. <laughs> okay. So that's the the creative side um providing creative direction for organizations um also graffiti um okay. yeah so basically that's that uh, I'm yeah. a jovial outgoing person I love the mountains. Oh, that's <laughs> I love adventure. Mm-hmm. Um I love being creative, I love being outside and just having fun. Okay. That's really nice you guys. Yeah, that's nice. So you probably <laughs> said it's so nice for me. <laughs> and it's so nice for you that you are that type of person because I feel like being creative just adds like color to life and makes everything very interesting. So, um today's episode is about mental health. I thought of speaking about this, but I do not really have the speciality or the expertise to talk about depression, anxiety and all that stuff. So I just thought why not bring somebody who is specialized to talk about such things, you know, so that we could understand it more and just get a wider view of what everything is about. So, um basically mental health includes our emotionally, our emotional, psychological and social well-being. That's what I no it is so that's what i came up with so basically just like um our mental head space like being in the right mental head space um socially psychologically spiritually mm-hmm. and just being okay on the inside and being okay with what's going on in your mind the way you're processing emotions and thoughts mm-hmm. and the way your thoughts are affecting your life so just being in the positive Definitely. aspect of your thought process Definitely. so you as a psychosocial um counselor what do you think mental health is um so mental health you you're actually correct on your definition <laughs> um just to put it I'll quote it from the World Health Organization okay. they put it and they say um It is a state of well-being in which um every person realizes his or her potential to cope with life stresses, to make good decisions 
and to be fruitful and productive in their lives. So basically what you've talked about yeah. being in a right state of mind, you know, um being physically healthy, being yeah. mentally that encompasses what about health. somebody um coping with, with can you just talk about that a bit more? Yes, um coping with the stresses of life. So mental health. So let me let me run back yeah, and yeah, say yeah. describe this. Mm-hmm. When we talk about mental health a lot of people think about mental illness. Yeah. So we cannot talk about mental illness. By mental before. illness you mean like clinically mental ill like being confused and that's what you mean by mental illness. No. By <laughs> what people define as mental okay, to okay. be which are the disorders? Oh. That's which are the things we talk about um depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know. That's mental illness. That's mental illness. Okay. So when we talk about mental health, mm-hmm. um, we talk about uh, a continuum. There's what we call a continuum. So it's like a, um, a staircase. Okay. On one end of that staircase is on the bottom, on the low, and then there's the higher end. So as we walk towards the higher end of the stairs, we're asking someone to thrive. We believe someone okay. is thriving in their lives. Yeah. Somebody is, is capable. fulfilled yeah. and happy. Yeah. Okay. But as we go down those stairs, mm-hmm. is somebody having uh, difficulties in their lives, not being Difficult able to, to make thrive. yes to thrive, not being able to make proper judgment, okay. not being in the right state of mind, mm-hmm. not being able to cope with the stresses of life. Okay. So now coming back. So to, not that they're depressed. So that's mental illness. That's, but they're just they don't have a good mental health. For them to like make good choices and to thrive and to be happy to be fulfilled so that's so that's so with mental health mm-hmm. when we talk about mental health we talk about those two things yeah so like one end of the spectrum what we're talking about somebody's thriving okay. and, and being uh fruitful and being fulfilled in their lives you are in the right state of mind yes. that's, and then when we talk about somebody having depression and anxieties mm-hmm. We're going to the um, other spectrum of of, of, of mental health, okay. meaning they are mentally ill. Okay. They have a disorder, mm-hmm. so they cannot cope with the stresses of life. So the way they should. The way they should. So when we talk about mental health, we're talking about one's well-being mentally. The way we talk about one's uh, one's well-being physically. Mm-hmm. Is the very same way we talk about it mentally. mentally. Okay. So there's not too much difference about mm-hmm. it. So it's just that most of the times when you talk about mental health, we think of somebody being in a mental institution or yeah. they're sick in the head. But mental health really encompasses one being well and probably one not being well. So it's at looking at at which end are you mentally yeah. ill, is there a disorder, mm-hmm. or are you in a state of proper men- mental health okay. where you are fulfilled in life, where you're able to cope with the depressions, the stresses okay. of life, and able to make proper judgment. Okay. So do you think somebody can be in between, like they're not fulfilled and happy to the best they could be but at the same time they're not mentally ill they're just in the middle yes because obviously not everybody like if i say i'm depressed maybe i went through something Mm -hmm. and i feel depressed i feel 
negative emotions on the inside of course i wouldn't say like i'm sick lock me up in an asylum or maybe i need meds for anti-depression they're just those things that you go through that affect the way you see things or maybe even affecting the long run without you knowing but i'm not sick so where does that fall under is it like so we all have mental health issues every one of us it's only knowing at what tangent you are okay okay um let me give an example of uh, let me give an example of sadness. It's okay to be sad. It is the way we are designed. When it, something bad happens, emotionally, our body gets into a phase of sadness because we are not happy with the results of the way things have turned out to be. So that could be that could be a social um, aspect of life where something bad happens or you're working towards something and you don't get the results that you were looking for. Your body, your mindset gets in a phase of sadness because you did not achieve, okay? So we all have that, okay? But when we get into depression, not everyone is going to take it well. Yeah, that's very true. We We will all cope with sadness Mm -hmm. but depression is on another level that's why you find that that's why we're saying that mental health everyone has this ability that's the state of mental health because like you're saying you're on a tangent and you're in the middle you're not really fulfilled with life you haven't achieved but you're okay at the stage where you are you see um you 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 want to achieve a degree at the end of the year and uh, probably do not achieve the degree because maybe certain factors happen. Let's let's give an example of the highest institution in Zambia, yeah. where they move the, the they move the exams next year because probably the riots yeah. and things yeah. like that. And you are looking forward to have that degree this mm-hmm. year, but then they move the exams later because people are rioting or something happened. The fact that that's a social aspect and you get sad about it and you can't do anything about it until you wait for. You can still be okay. You still be yeah. okay and do what? Write the exams next year and be fine. That's a social aspect of being sad and being at the center of that tangent. When people get depressed, they're on the lower end of that tangent mm-hmm. where they're not fulfilled in life. Even if they told them you're writing the exams tomorrow, they're still not fulfilled. It does not change. So we need to identify when somebody is depressed and when somebody is sad. Okay. They're two different things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, um, since you talked about how mental health affects the way we make choices mm-hmm. and the way we interact with other people, so I feel like our decision-making is something that's very important to our lives because, obviously, the decisions that we make now as young adults, since you deal with young adults usually, yeah. so the decisions that you make educationally or maybe the people you decide to be friends with, the people you decide to date, to be in a relationship with, the type of relationship with God that you decide to have mm-hmm. will affect your life largely without you even knowing. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously one of the ways um, that show us that we need to take care of our mental health that you should make better decisions. Yes. So, um, what else, um, what can I say? Like, why else do you think we should take care of our mental health? Like, why is it important other than decision-making? 
that's the first question then the second question is even though you have mental health issues mm-hmm. how can you still make better decisions because obviously decisions are something that are going to impact you in the long run so you want to make the best decisions regardless of whatever mental state you're in so yeah first question um how do you think we could i mean why do you think it's important to mm-hmm. take care of our mental health other than decision making and then secondly how do you think we could navigate through decision making regardless of our mental health, mental health state and make the best decisions possible so firstly we need to understand that like we define saying mental health is the same way we talk about physical health right let's take let's take a look at a person who goes to the gym right we call them john bravos <laughs> <laughs> this guy has been lifting weights yeah and he's only built his upper part of his body. Okay? And his leg work is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't worked out on his legs. Mm-hmm. How does he look? Like a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> like Drew. Have you watched The Speaker Me? Yeah, he looks yeah, like, like Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you know the dif- disadvantage with such people? Mm-hmm. Is that all their strength lies upwards. And it's not balanced. Okay? So you can give a good kick in their legs and their entire body will be on the ground because there's no stamina in their legs yeah, yeah, you see and that's why we need mental health we need to balance we need to work on our mental state why is that important it affects our hormones it affects the body fluids in our brain how we make decisions um, it affects how we move it affects our appetites our diets um it affects the way we see things the way we perceive things and that's why we need to look after our mental health it's not just um it's not just a matter of looking at whether i will be depressed or not no it's it's a matter of how you look at life in perspective where am i moving from here how do i tackle things um, so you're answering the question on how we can make decisions regardless of being in a bad state. Being in a bad state. Like look at things in a wider perspective. In a wider perspective. But also, that's the more reason why it's important to look after our health, yeah. our mental health. Um, it is a things... Um, I read a quote this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, It is not the water around that makes the ship sink. It is the water within the ship yeah. that makes the what? The, the ship sink. Bringing that to life, bringing that here. It is not the environment around us that will make us sink, but it is the environment within. within. Yeah. And what's that environment? It's in the what? In our mind. It's our mental health. So it's important it's, for us to take care of that because... Our life depends our on it. Our lives depend. <laughs> and the quality of our life. The depends. quality of our lives. Yeah. Our lives depend on our mental state. Okay. It depends because the, it is out of the mind, out mm-hmm. of the brain that we process yeah. things. Yeah. That we make life decisions. Mm-hmm. It is not necessarily from the heart. Yeah. Okay. When you choose to like someone, it's not from the heart, really. Mm. <laughs> it is from your mind. It's because you make judgment. You've looked at this person and you've made judgment to say, is this person or is this person capable of being in my life? Are they capable of the being in the way I want them to be? 
are they providing? It is not your heart telling you that is this person providing the need that I want. Could be. It is the <laughs> mind because you're trying to see what's around you as well. Okay? And this is this person or is this environment I'm in is it feeding me the right nutrients? Yeah. Am I getting the right information? You could be in 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 in, in an institution mm-hmm. or in a school. Are you getting the right information for you to ace the exams? Yeah. Right? So it is very important that we see and we know what we're feeding our minds. Okay. It's, it's, it's the things that we feed our minds that makes us make proper judgment. Yeah. And yeah. it also just makes up who we are, yeah. I think, at the end of the day. Because, yeah, we are like what we see, what we, what we hear, learn, yeah. what we hear. So regardless of mental health struggles, I think if we are putting in that intentionality mm-hmm. to get in the right things mm-hmm. through maybe our interactions, through what we read, it does help improve mm-hmm. our decision making. How do yeah. doctors become doctors? If I may Just ask study. that question. <laughs> um, I feel like, oh, should I answer? Is it rhetorical? Mm-hmm. I could you answer. answer so. I feel like it has to start in your mind firstly like it's a mindset like mm-hmm. if you feel defeated obviously you're not going to reach mm-hmm. the finish point because it's a very long seven or six years yeah. so i feel like with a lot of hard work with a lot of motivation community spirit if you have people around you are pushing you as much as you're pushing them and if you just believe in yourself yeah. i think yeah you would the become things that, it's yeah. things that you're yeah. bringing in it's a thing that your mind is being fed on um you cannot have a doctor that is going to tell you about valves and pistons mm-hmm. and that's for the mechanic to tell you because he's been digesting. No, but there are valves in the body. There are valves <laughs> in the body. <laughs> but but I said of... pistons. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so... I was lost. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. he is... So that when, when the doctor starts saying those things or um, gets in a, a procedure, mm-hmm. um, in a medical procedure or let's say a surgery, they will remove the things that they've been digesting, the things that they've been studying, the things that they've been putting in their mind, in their brain. And it might not necessarily come from a textbook or something that they've been reading. It is probably something they've experienced in, in a theater before, something that they, yeah. or somebody they operated on before. And they took that experience and they kept it. So let's not forget that our brains also are sort of like a memory card they store data we have neurons and these neurons store data and it's only in point in time when you need that data that your brain will be able to produce it. it yes yeah okay that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. so now i'm going to go into depression yeah. because September is yeah. Suicide Prevention Month. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So I feel like um, depression is real. I've never really been deeply depressed, mm-hmm. but to some extent, I have felt depressed over, you know, like waves like, of depression. Like I can't really say that for three months I was depressed fully. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been so depressed in my life, but I have experienced at some point mm-hmm. feelings of depression mm-hmm. that have lingered for one, two weeks. I feel better for two days, comes back mm-hmm. again type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I really really do feel it's something that we should talk about and something yeah. that people go through a lot and mm-hmm. something that just should be tackled yeah. so um, I remember this once 
um, when we first met, you yeah. talked about depression and sadness. Yeah. How like if you do not choose yourself constantly, mm-hmm. like you know people who are people pleasing, even yeah. without knowing, um, wouldn't do something to someone else that they know would hurt the yeah. other person. So yeah. they would always like maybe say yes to things they're not Sometimes really okay with, and it, yeah. it wouldn't feel bad mm-hmm. until it just accumulates, and then one day you're like, yes. okay. I'm really sad. Or maybe you're just failing to choose yourself. You know, most people, like, these days have calls, like, do you do this for yourself? Focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, um, obviously, as student of God, it would be different. Like, okay, maybe should I do this for someone else because maybe I should be a sister's keeper or maybe because I need to do unto others as I should do unto them. So how do you strike a balance? And is it okay to, like, choose yourself every time? Because... Okay, anyway. So, those, I, I think choosing yourself is one of the coping mechanisms for dealing with depression. Um, uh, because, like, we talked about mental, like, when we're talking, uh, defining mental health and talking about things like depression. So, let me just dive a little bit deep into depression. So, depression has three factors that affect your life mm-hmm. so, it's your feelings, your behavior, and your thoughts. So these three things, it is your feelings, the feelings of sadness, feelings of, you know, guilt, anger, you know, hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And when we talk mm, about... Especially hopelessness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so these are the triggers that we, we, these are the triggers that will touch you when, you, when, mm-hmm. when you're talking about depressions. Then we move to behavioral, uh, behavioral patterns. Yeah. And then when you talk about behavioral patterns, we're talking about... Um, Socially, being socially distanced from people, you know, feeling demotivated, lack of energy, uh, poor eating habits, and all the all things like that. And then thoughts. When we talk about thoughts, poor self-esteem. Yeah. Always feeling low. Yeah, always suicidal low. thoughts. Always putting others before yourself. So now coming back to that, how do you strike a balance? Um, striking a balance is knowing your self-worth. Knowing that in as much as I value the other person, I am more valuable as well. My life yeah. depends like on... Like I value too. I value too. Yeah. So in as much as I am doing this good thing to the other person, it must please me first. Yeah. So it shouldn't put me in a yeah. position... Before I forget, I think there's... A quote that I saw, I don't know if it was yeah. in a book or on the internet, it said something like, make sure when you're saying yes to other people, you're not saying no not to yourself. yourself. So like usually, it, it seems like, okay, let me just say yes to yeah. this thing. Yeah. But you also have but to sit down thing. and evaluate <laughs> to make sure I'm not saying no to myself. Yeah. yeah. So it has to be also in, in a place, like you're saying, if I say yes to you, how does that benefit me? Does that make me feel alright? Yeah. Or does it put me in a place where I feel neglected, where I feel low? I'm just doing it for the sake of, oh, she's my friend. Oh, mm-hmm. he's my friend. But then when we go back home, I'm still the sad person I am. Yeah. I'm still the gloomy person I am. I'm still the person who's feeling hopeless and worthless. But there are those times where you would decide to do something and it's bringing you happiness mm-hmm. 
but it's not bringing you real joy. joy. I don't know how to explain that, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, there are certain things that will make you happy in the moment. Like someone brings this offer to you and like, of course, you're happy there and then because you feel this person appreciates me, this Mm -hmm. is going to lead me somewhere. But like, in the long run, maybe it's just not a good idea and you know it. So in as much as you're saying yes to someone else, it seems like you're convincing yourself that you're also saying yes to yourself Mm -hmm. when in actual sense, you know deep down that like, okay, maybe... I'm not so sure. Maybe it's constantly like it's not giving you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You can't even sleep at night because you're not so sure about like oh this decision. So like, how do you um, make great decisions even though certain things may come and counterfeit real happiness? Yeah. From the thing, I don't know if it makes sense, but yeah, yeah it does <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I think um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. Was it? Yeah, with a friend of mine. We were about to get into a session with him, yeah. And I was telling him, like, look, I had to deal with this issue in my life where I was always a person that said yes, or even when somebody brought something to me, I said yes. Yeah. Even not that it's a bad thing, but it didn't bring joy yeah. to me. Yeah. Or so fulfillment. Or fulfillment, yes. So what we need to understand that socially, as Zambians. Zambian culture we have been brought up in a space where saying no seems diminishing or wrong like why should I say wrong to this person why should I say no to this person it sounds so wrong like I'm not I'm not allowed to say no yeah. like I should you know you will feel out. yeah you will say yes but still feel like you know I shouldn't yeah. have yeah like, I was that necessary to, <laughs> you know, we we are not brought up in a culture where we can openly say no to somebody. Say, look, no, I don't like this, or because culturally we've been brought up in a place where if your parents are telling you, oh, they've mm. done something wrong, like yeah. you can't say, you can't or, really. or an older person or somebody else did something wrong, you can't openly say, look. Ah, but the teacher was wrong. So mm. They'll even beat you for even yeah. saying like, yeah. oh, what are you to say? <laughs> They'll even beat you for that. And so we have, as generation and as time is going, we have developed that. And now because times have changed, it has really come back to bite us. Mm-hmm. Because even when somebody offers you something that is not fulfilling, you will say yes for that short-term yeah. gratification. Yeah, because there is a gratification. Because there is that some. gratification. But even when you're going, I've been invited to, to go to places mm-hmm. that I didn't want to go to. And you went. But it was a social <laughs> gathering. Yeah. Or it was a place where I could, you know, make contacts and build my business. And, but at the time, I wasn't in a state of going. But I yeah, went. but you went. And at the end of the day, I was like, why did I even, but why did I come even go? I probably even embarrassed myself mm. even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, I think we need to learn. And one other, one other aspect to that is the aspect of, you know, self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Like, looking yourself to be more valuable than the situation or the short-term yeah. gratification. Yeah. Always remind yourself and ask yourself that question. Is this bringing fulfillment to me? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know we never take time to these things. To yeah, think we it. never take time. We quickly rush yeah. into saying the yes. Or maybe we'll think about, is this being fulfillment? Then the thought will trail and we wouldn't like, come ah, up with should you answer. It's like, ah, ah, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And after the event, it's like, ah, but you know, I thought about it. I should have just followed my gut. I should have yeah, just yeah. said, no. I knew it. <laughs> you know, I knew <laughs> this <down>. would happen. <laughs> yeah, yes, you knew. But what did you do about it? You sit down and think through it. It's one other thing as young people who are not really doing well. It's sitting down and thinking things through. Mm-hmm. Said, is this really important? Does this add value to my life? Mm-hmm. Is this going to take me to the next stage of my life? Is it taking me higher? Is it bringing yeah. me down? Is it lowering um, my vibrations? My, or yes. is it like making me feel worse of a person or better of a person? I think something you just have to realize. Yeah. And I think one thing I've really gotten from this is just like sitting down, as you said, and thinking about things. Because sometimes it seems like it's the right thing to do when you just think, okay, it's bringing me this type of gratification mm-hmm. and it's momentary, like without actually looking at it from a grand scheme grand of things. Of, yeah. So I feel like you need to, you also said um, value in yourself over a situation or mm-hmm. a short-term gratification. So it's like I'm more than this that's happening. So because mm-hmm. I'm more than, I need to think in that same line rather than just, you know, um, yeah. limiting your thoughts or, I don't know. But it does bring a lot of unfulfillment, exactly. especially short-term gratification. I think that's yeah. one thing I've really realized. So let me give an example of this. Yeah, I was actually so, looking for a practical example. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give you an example of this, yeah. right? So on my day-to-day best, um, trying to make money, I do Yango on the side. Yeah. So for those that don't know Yango, mm-hmm. Yango is like the Uber of Lusaka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, and the Copa Belt, I think. Okay, of Zambia. Of Zambia, yes. So now, so this time I meet, um, so I pick up a client, usual. Mm-hmm. And so this client tells me, you know what? The last taxi driver I got wasn't as sharp as you are. <laughs> so, um, do you mind picking me up aside from like the young girl? Like I would just oh, pay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, like yeah, why not? Why mm-hmm. not? And if you if you're picking me up aside from the young girl, obviously it's going to even be higher. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a client I can put in my database that I could like regularly pick. So, cut the story short. This guy calls me next day, pick him up from his hotel room, uh, going to another apartment. So we get there and he makes me wait for two hours. And I'm thinking, at least two hours, I would have done yeah. like multiple rides. I would have gotten my bonuses. And, mm-hmm. and then again, I'm thinking, you know what? I don't have to drive around. I don't have yeah. to bend my gas. You know, I'm just sitting. And but, obviously, because I've spent two hours... We, we, we are counting yeah, on, on, yeah. on how much he's going to pay me. So, finally drop him off to a place where he was going to have his lunch. And then he's like, you know what? Um, so you can do your usual movements and then you can pick me up later when I'm done with what I'm doing here. So I'm like, good. So I give him the price and then the guy refuses. It's like, that's too much. <laughs> you see? So now, I was thinking because... The previous day when I picked him up, he like he, he delayed me, and then I was thinking like he gave me a lot of money. So this time, he's going to give me the same amount of money. And then this guy said, "I know we haven't even moved too much." I can't. I was like, "But you." It's not about that. Yeah. So that instant gratification I had for.
for that time. Mm-hmm. I knew I shouldn't have gone to him because the previous day he did the same. Yeah, but you went you know, again. But I went again thinking I'm going to yeah. cut out my gas yeah. and then I'm not going to move around. He give me a lot. Heat, the heat is just too much. It's going to give me a lot. But then that doesn't happen. Yeah. So the next time I do... You, you don't go. I'm not. So he calls me the second time. And I don't do it because I knew it was going to waste my yeah. time. It wasn't going to set for me up for the change. long run because <laughs> I need this money to have a target for exactly. each day that I need to make. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's good. The next is, do you think we sometimes play a role in our own depression? Before you answer, I think personally, sometimes when I have felt feelings of depression, of course, it's not like I went around looking to say, oh, what situation is going to depress me? Let me put myself there. You just find yourself in a situation, but I think I have amplified it. You know that thing where you're lingering, you're dwelling, you're not moving on from things fast because I'm that type of person. I process feelings and emotions. So in the process, you find yourself stagnant. Like you're not moving on from a situation when you should move on. Like it's been a long time. But like you're still dwelling on that specific thing. So I feel like that has made me to some extent, not that it's fully wrong because it's good to, you know, sit and think. But like to some extent, it has made me um, play a role in my own depression and the intensity to which I feel it. So for you, what do you think? Do you think it's possible to play a role in your own depression? Or it's just something that you experience or it's different for every person? So, um... So, like I said, depression is a mental disorder. Yeah. And sometimes this mental disorder can be caused by chemical reactions in our body. And sometimes it can be genetics. Mm. It could be you come from a, a family of people that have been <laughs> that depressed. <deep>? Yes. <laughs> okay. And that's why you find that there's chronic depression, yeah. there's all these other disorders that we have. Some relate to genetics. Um, you come from a background where uh, your family has these a thing that has been going in the mm-hmm. family people always been depressed and you carry it on so like you're saying you do play a part sometimes in taking yourself in that situation but sometimes you don't yeah because <laughs> sometimes because of chemical reactions because mm-hmm. of anxieties and things like that yeah. um, because remember when we're talking about how what we need to feed our minds on mm-hmm. and the coping mechanisms when you dwell on things, so that's your that, that that's that's your feeling, right? Yeah. That that's your thoughts rather. When you're thinking on something, um, you keep it within you. You're thinking. It begin it be, it be, it begins to deal on your self awareness. You begin to think, I'm not worth it. Yeah. You begin to think, no, oh, that. I'm stupid <laughs> making that decision. <laughs> How could I be stupid? Why would like, I do such a thing? Like, why would I do it? Why would I waste my time? I knew this was going to happen and I went for it, you know. Mm-hmm. It moves from your thought, it goes to your feeling. So every time you see something, you see a color, or you see a movement, or you hear a song, it plays on your words, on your thoughts, something that you thought about, it becomes a feeling. Yeah, you feel sad because oh, a dull song is playing. <laughs> yeah, it's bringing, <laughs> it, it's some, bringing emotions. some emotions, and it becomes a behavioral pattern. So every yeah. time you get into that mood, and that's how people get into depressions. Yeah. So remember, I talked about these three things: mm-hmm. the feelings, the thoughts, and the words, the behavior. Mm-hmm. So these three things. 
concurrently take place in a week, two weeks. Just know you're getting interested of depression. <laughs> <laughs> so we always need to look out for these things. Yeah. We need to look at how's my behavior. Am I behaving in a, in a, in a, in in certain way because I'm feeling this way because mm-hmm. I'm thinking this way. Mm. So how yeah. do I change these like things? Like for a school person, would we say like I feel sad, I feel alone, mm-hmm. I'm maybe lonely, or I feel like I'm not good enough, self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. So now you start when you feel that way, you now start thinking that way, and it becomes your truth. It becomes your truth. And then now you can't like function you as your highest self. You can't study adequately. You can't you, you interact. Can't be in a study group. <laughs> Every That's time like class is group. done, you are out short. Because you want because to. Because you want, you've created that environment yeah. for yourself. Okay. And every time you're in a space where, uh, let's say, you're in a boarding house and, and people are having conversations in the living room, note that you really need to be in that conversation. But every time there's a conversation or people, you're always locked up. Yeah, isolating. You're always isolated. You, you not because you want to be alone, but because you just you've created people that. Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You feel like you can't stand them. You can't yeah, stand, you can't stand being with people. It's making yeah. you feel, you know, yeah. negative emotions. And that's why, and that's why one of the the coping mechanisms of depression is making new friends, going out, being interactive. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we want to cut that cycle. Yeah. And I think like sometimes when you can't lift yourself up, it does help to have people to lift you up. Because I think there's a a quote by Martin Luther King, I don't know. Something about when we make our light, our own light shine, Mm -hmm. we inevitably give other people the permission to do the same. And when we are liberated from our own fears, it liberates other, other people. people. So mm-hmm. when you are in a good mental space, someone mm-hmm. is not okay, they come, they see you, talk, you laugh, you have a good time. It, it helps it them helps. in some way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know their problem. No. You don't have to advise them. But you just being just you, being where you are at, really liberates other people and makes yeah. them feel hopeful, you know, and better. So in the same way, when you're going through the same, I think it it helps to just yes. have those people. Like, you don't have to, you know, always tell people because you know the whole no, world. No, no, true. <laughs> you end up telling the whole world and that's not that good. You, and it's not every time that you need yeah. to tell, you need to tell people yeah. your problems. And that's why we say, go out for a jog. <laughs> Do some exercise. Right, yeah, see someone. Change the activity. Yeah, see change someone. your environment. You know, change your environment. Have some water, out. you know, and Go this is this is this is one other thing. Like yeah. you know, when I was when I was giving that example of how we are brought up in a society and in a community where you're saying no is yeah is wrong is wrong. Or, yeah. Also, in the same vein, taking yourself out. Like how many of I us? I don't know why people find that wrong. It's really not wrong. Like people would find it weird. <laughs> For somebody to stand up and go out and sit in a cafe I really and don't have a think it's weird. Because I do see a lot of people. Drink. But I think most people who take themselves out, it's like a by the way thing. Like I was at the mall getting something. Then I just happened to have some hungry life. Like very few people will start but off from home I to say, that. let My me. You even start off from home. Yes. You even dress up. Yes. Dress up. <laughs> Which it's good. It's good. And have a cup of coffee. But very few people do that. You know, it's 
you you need to understand that there's certain activities that you need to do in your life that yeah. will help your mental state yeah. change. True. We we are living in an environment where everything is predetermined or everything is preset for you. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in 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 uni, there are certain behaviors and there are certain manners mm-hmm. you need to have and there are certain places you need to go to. Yeah. That's already predetermined and preset for you. But it, the downside of living in such an environment is that you do not experience life for yourself. You do yeah, not make decisions true. for yourself. You do not make But to some extent decisions. you can always put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. to make decisions, yes. healthy decisions mm-hmm. and just to what can I say? I don't know. Like expose yourself to mm-hmm. decision making adulthood mm-hmm. like in yes. a, whatever environment you're in whether mm-hmm. in high school you can always try to, you know? Yes. Leave room for growth. And There's leave. always mm-hmm. room for growth. Yeah, so since it's suicide prevention month, I Okay, we can't really like talk about it for a long time. We talked for 40 minutes. So right, cool. <laughs> we'll just like summarize a bit. So the initial question was what make what do you think makes people suicidal or self-isolate? Now we've already talked about self-isolation. So for when it comes to suicide, I think you could just say like um a few things, like what you think you would advise someone on if they're feeling suicidal. I think you could say like how about four and I'll say four as well then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I will start. Cool. Say one, then you say one, then yeah. So for me, I think I would advise someone who is feeling suicidal that there is more to life. I don't know. I know it sounds a bit corny, like, oh, there's more to life. Let me live because there is more. But there really is more. And sometimes when I'm going through something, it feels like this is a forever type of a thing, you know. But everything passes. Seasons change. It was once rainy season. It's now hot season. It's going to be cold season. And... Things will keep changing, you know, as long as day and night are going on and on, even yeah. life will keep changing. So even though you have been in a situation for like two years plus and you feel very hopeless, you feel maybe no one loves you or anything, whatever negative feelings are going through. I think I would just advise someone to say there is more to life. And every single day, as long as you keep looking for the more, keep trying to um, be more like developing yourself, working on yourself, attaining more for yourself, you will receive more. Mm-hmm. And it may not happen there and then, but like there really is more and it's something to live for because life is beautiful and it's mm-hmm. a gift. Yeah. I think my number one advice would be you are not the only one. <laughs> Out of- <laughs> you know, um, someone told me that um that advice to say like maybe someone doesn't have like food or money yeah. and then you tell them you're not going to go into this situation all of us we are poor like it's not a good thing but i think it's very valid i think <laughs> but, <laughs> i understand no it's, i am one of the you know it's, 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 it sounds like you know when you, when you give bad. people advice it's like but this guy i don't have food and he's telling me i'm no yeah <laughs> trust me I always tell this, um, there's a group of kids that I work with, and I tell them this, whatever bad situation you're going through, you, it might not be, one, these are the realities, one, you might think it's the worst situation you're in, it's Ever. not, it's not, <laughs> number two, people are going through worse, you are not the only one, mm-hmm. you are not the only one going through that, at that point, you're not the only one who went through 
through it at that point or who is or ever going to go who is ever going to go through <laughs> exactly and so life is precious and because you're not the only one look at the person behind you if you leave that gap who's going to fulfill that gap for you yeah that's good um i think another thing i would tell someone is hmm, i just lost my true of thought <laughs> just there okay what was i going to say um if someone is suicidal i think i would advise them to say don't give up like lean into people community really matters like if you need to go for therapy i know in zambia maybe it might be expensive for an average zambian like a session i think is 250 per hour or something if you can't have therapy there's that natural therapy like your mother your parents like if, if it's your friend like just cry like let it out i think crying really helps like just crying maybe writing if you journal personally i like to journal yeah. just don't have much time these days but let it out just tell people how you feel even though it feels like you are irritating people just go to people you feel Definitely. who understand you Definitely. like a safe space because sometimes it feels like you are alone everything's just bad ish why am i going through this but when you talk to people it actually lessens a lot and try not to be alone as you talked about self-isolation of course you can't be like with someone every single time mm-hmm. but if you could like if you're in school maybe like in university try to have friends around you go to the library study distract yourself do something fun you know even though you're hurting on the inside those small things that you try to do on the outside really add up and also leaning into community mm-hmm. really really helps and even into yeah. god like pray about it you know like that's if you are a christian but for you to listen to this podcast we're christians on this podcast <laughs> so you pray about it read your yeah. bible and you know you'll be yeah. fine at the end of the day so anything for me, else for me i would say um i was also losing my life <laughs> life is precious yeah it really life is. is precious um we there's this there's this thought um and in principle i, I go by that we are what we eat mm-hmm. okay. we are what we eat uh, we are a sub-product of what we think of so suicide thoughts don't just come from anywhere you just don't wake up today and feel like I want to kill myself it's a work in progress it's, it is a work in progress it's, it's, it's something that starts from the mind yeah. and something that lingers within depression and anxiety and from there remember our minds what we think about everything that we think about we will always want to put to action always everything we see around us is a sub product of somebody's thought somebody thought about a, a, a phone somebody thought about a television yeah. somebody thought about a vehicle mm-hmm. everything we think about becomes physical so Um, I would say watch your thoughts and speak to somebody about your thoughts it helps a lot yeah. speak to somebody about your thoughts and that's why like for you you're saying you journal mm-hmm. when you journal you write yeah, in, 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 it's, it's like you're speaking to the book or yeah. you're speaking to the universe <laughs> or to yourself or to yourself like you're making it known that okay this is yes. what I am going to do and this is how yeah. I feel and yeah and you're precious okay Yeah, that's true. And I think the last thing I could say is look at the bright side. 
I think this I always give people this advice you know like um, I'm a type of make lemonade out of lemons yeah. type of a person yeah. so I would always give people that advice like you know whatever situation you're going through like it could have been worse so maybe just look at this situation mm-hmm. you're going through this someone maybe is going through worse or maybe this could have happened but it didn't like yeah actually it's actually not so bad type of a thing but like there is once I was going through something and I did not look at the bright side yeah and that amplified <laughs> my feelings of depression my negative feelings it just amplified everything and I just now couldn't even function well everything was deteriorating so I think I have learned to take my own advice to say I need to look at the bright side regardless of what I'm going through and so should everybody like mm-hmm. it's it's really very powerful like just deciding to say okay this is a situation but you know it's fine yeah. and i will work around it and i will yeah. make it work for me like just channeling that negative energy negative feeling whatever negativity the situation is bringing out of you like yeah. channeling it and making it work for you like whatever yeah. situation life throws mm-hmm. at you because i was actually saying this in my last podcast like um about a podcast i previously listened to and mm-hmm. someone was asked about advice you'd give to people And she said life would throw us different situations. Yeah. Things you you didn't even expect. You know, things yeah. are just happening like Nigerian movies. You're like, ah, this no, is also... But like, you need to make things work for you. You need to be mm. resilient. You need to be able to bounce back. You need to believe in yourself that you can bounce back. And mm. just channel that feeling and make it work for you. Because I wasted so much time feeling bad about that situation and making it... You know when you think about something about it, it yeah. becomes worse yeah. you feel more bad again yeah. whatever happens you now think about no, it in remix <laughs> like ish you so it happens like like you make it yes yeah. you make it whatever you're thinking about if you're thinking yeah. about it positively it becomes better yeah. thinking about it in a bad way it becomes worse yeah. so i feel like i just wasted a lot of time yeah. that time i would have just worked on myself i would have just become better i would have just getting the lessons yeah. but it's one thing to get lessons but it's also it's like about getting the lessons applying yes applying them and deciding to say it's fine it's and fine. i will move forward so yeah just don't mm-hmm. i can't really say it would make it seem like i'm invalidating mm-hmm. someone if i say i'm wasting your time no. because those feelings um, are valid yeah the feelings but, are valid the the experience yeah. is real yeah. i was in a state of depression mm-hmm. and i was in a state of suicide mm-hmm. and one last thing I would advise somebody or tell somebody and, and, and this guys this thing is powerful mm-hmm. it's being grateful gratitude gratitude eh? mm-hmm. <laughs> I will tell you <laughs> if yeah. if if so next time we next time you invite me yeah, to the next podcast we'll <laughs> deep dive deep into gratitude because yeah, it's yeah. so powerful yeah. it took me out I in this space I posted a post about gratitude you know it's being grateful about the little yeah. things yeah. that you have being grateful about that particular day yeah Look, about every little thing even in the failures yeah be grateful mm-hmm. even in the success be, be grateful. grateful even in the down moments yeah be grateful be grateful there's always that one thing you can always be grateful for it will actually for. keep you going especially if you're suicidal yeah. you just think about it say okay you know i actually my parents are around they love me i have siblings who love me you know they're just they go away i'm here i have opportunities you know just look at things and be like okay this There's is actually point, very good those the, the, the very same time mm-hmm. i was i think i was depressed in my life and and i was thinking things were crumbling down and things were not coming into place mm-hmm. And 
uh, disappointed a lot of people mm-hmm. and one word came to me somebody told me look you 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 get the perfect person god has ever created and for me when i said thank you it changed everything yeah i was grateful you are really grateful for the of, of just that word and this is this this is a person that backstab me in some time back yeah. like, but then when they came back and they said those words to me and then I was grateful that I was still yeah. alive at that moment and I was yeah. grateful that I went through that phase in mm-hmm. my life. The way I make decisions now, the person mm-hmm. I've become now is different and yeah. it's all a product of what I had went through, yeah. the depression that I had yeah. went through. The level of anxiety I have. <laughs> I had so much anxiety of failure. Had so much anxiety of not doing more well in life or not yeah. just being in a certain space in life with certain people in life but I'm not, I'm comfortable yeah because I'm yeah, grateful okay. of mm-hmm. who I am I'm grateful of the people that I mm-hmm. meet around I'm yeah. grateful of the mistakes that I make yeah. and the achievements <laughs> that I make exactly. because I've become a better person mm-hmm. I can make better decisions yes. so being grateful is just yeah. a powerful thing yeah. I think that's a podcast on its own yeah. we really should look into it <laughs> Yeah, I think that wraps up everything. Unless you have anything else to say. If I have anything to say, I think this goes out to everyone that is listening to this podcast. You might know one or two people. You might know a friend of a friend mm-hmm. who's going through these phases on the, all these states of depression. One of the things we don't do well um, as young people in this generation is we don't take things seriously. You might know a True. friend who's going through these depression phases and what. Ah, nakabache na na evo jama You know, have to pay attention. Take these things seriously. Yeah. If if it means seeing their parents or seeing a counselor so that that person gets treatment or yeah. gets help, gets to that level. I have been in 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 a position where I knew somebody had this problem and we took it so light that they lost their life mm-hmm. and it was so, so devastating sad. and it changed my perspective about life if i know somebody i know the things to do with mental health and things not to play yeah. with always make sure that you're you're looking out for your friends that's very true i have one good friend she knows this she's my best friend's wife mm-hmm. she knows when i post something she knows what state I'm in mm-hmm. because she knew me before even when I had these, these anxieties and yeah. whatnot. If I stay out of social media for a certain period of time, she will go and try to find out what's going on. Yeah. Is it one of your feathers to ask? Boy, <laughs> is it that time of the year or yeah. is it? And I'll be like, I think, yeah, it's, I need mm-hmm. someone to talk to. Yeah. So always look so out for your friends and see check their behaviors and how the behavior pattern changes okay yeah i think that's everything you guys everything has been said if i say anything else i will be repeating <laughs> yeah so thank you buyo <laughs> yeah just be very sure <laughs> thank you so much buyo see you see Chony. yes yeah for joining us today and for recording this podcast with me because i didn't forget i just got busy you know how school is sometimes I so know, it right? was at the back of my head i was like i definitely need to it go in yeah. so now that i have like a bit of free time i was like okay 
yeah, yeah definitely that's, uh, that's, as soon as possible fine. yeah and you're actually the first guest of season three this is the first episode of <laughs> season three so i'm so happy Woo-hoo. to have I'm you excited yeah so last year we opened our season two with a program for the orphanage that's what we had last year this uh-huh. year i just feel like i haven't had that confirmation to do that mm-hmm. and i just want to you know be very intentional not just do things because tradition yeah. i just want to have that conversation with god like okay what should i do now about the podcast like where mm-hmm. are you leading me to so hopefully if it is the orphanage thing i will still be able to do it at that point, in, that time. point in time yeah, yeah. so i was yeah, actually we'll um last year last year and and the year before i was, I was working with an orphanage okay. and we're providing health care systems just to make sure that the kids at the orphanage can access yeah. uh, medical supplies quickly um a health personnel quickly mm-hmm. quickly when they yeah. need when they, when they needed one so it's always been uh, an amazing experience and a great space to be in because you see different you meet different people with different passions and trying to solve different problems but also individually it just sets you in a place where you see life on a different, different level. level that's very true Yeah, that's very very true. Anyway, guys, that's the end of the first episode of season three. I think this is the longest podcast I've ever recorded, oh, yeah. even with a guest. The longest has gone to forty-two, so this is like almost an hour. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's, it has been very exciting, very informative. I've learned so much myself, and it has built me. And I will definitely work on my mental state, my mental health from yeah. now on hope you will do again <laughs> number one thing that's yeah. my priority my number yeah. one priority before i really work on my mm-hmm. physical body i mm-hmm. always check what's going on with my mind and i hope you guys will too so if you have any feedback or any messages for me or for voyo <laughs> make sure you send us a voice message you can text me just here on anchor or on whatsapp or on instagram or on facebook even on twitter anything is fine i always look forward to you guys feedback and make sure you follow my pages on instagram and on facebook so that you are updated whenever i post a new podcast episode so yeah that's it for today um say bye to all listeners <laughs> bye listeners bye you guys <laughs> yeah. be here next time soon. yeah see you in my next podcast